Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Praise God. Well, welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff podcast. This is Daryl Boucher, and this is another glorious day. Uh, man, Jesus made today. He actually made today on purpose. Isn't that good to know that, that this is not just another day, another day when the sun comes up, another day when we go to work, another day when we do our thing, another day, whatever, just, just routine. This is a day that was made on purpose by the creator of everything. He, he, literally, today was an expression of his heart. Today was an expression of the, the creator of all creation. I mean, he is, he is so good creative and so passionate he didn't just you know like rubber stamp every day be like oh yeah let me just put this in the mill and just like have a factory that just produces days bam 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 like one after the other this is not a a, a carbon copy this is not a cookie cutter day this is the day that the lord of all creation made and it's on purpose and we're here. Glory to God. And if I'm on the earth today then I'm going to change the world today. Praise God. We are going to change the world. This is that day that, that we get to redeem time. We get to enter into today, not to endure it, not to observe it, not just to partake of what God has done, but to literally steward what God is doing from heaven into today. Glory to God. This is such an amazing time. And I just, I just, I just always want to encourage people when they just uh, get up, you know, get, get your prayer time in, get your word time in, whatever it is, but, but man, adjust your heart to think like God today, to literally say, man, if I have the mind of Christ, I might as well choose to think like him. I might as well look at today like he's looking at today and just saying, okay, he actually created today before the foundations of the world and it has purpose. It has function. It is, it is not, uh, it's not, today is not about the sun. It's not about the earth. It's not about this planet. It's about the people and it's about, it's about Jesus reconciling all things to himself. So glory to God. It's such a good day. Anyway, uh, today I was, I was just wanting to get into, I think I'm going to do a couple sessions on this, but, um, but there, there's, there's obviously, there's always infinite things we can get into in limitlessness all the time. Uh, but the, the subject I was thinking on though, was just when, when Jacob was wrestling with God, it's such a great text. And, uh, and it, it's one of those that, you know, people, I don't know, they teach on it here and there and, and have some really good stuff that God shows them. And in, uh, in, it's in, it's found in Genesis chapter 32 and it, to set up what happens here, you know, Jacob has, uh, you know he he's he's lived a pretty full life. He's got a lot of you know a lot of you know he's he's married, got kids, all this other stuff. You know he's been super blessed, uh, but at the beginning of you know his journey, he deceived his dad. Um, and he de- and he deceived his brother to get the birthright and the blessing. You know, we understand that 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 uh, you know his brother is Esau. And Esau, you know, wasn't necessarily the sharpest at that time, and he sold his birthright for a morsel of food. Uh, so yeah, you know, Esau had had some responsibility in that as well. But still, Jacob didn't walk in honor to his brother, and he didn't walk in honor to his dad. He he coveted the blessing so much that he was willing to deceive his his dad and his brother to get the birthright and the blessing just out of selfishness just saying you know what he, he he would he would he was willing to to basically throw away his relationship with his brother his dad was on was was you know about to pass away but still his brother he knew he was going to be with him forever and so 
uh, he's like, yeah, and, and and Esau gets so mad about it that Esau literally says, hey, you know, we're parting ways right now, and the next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. That's what's going to happen. And uh, so they hadn't they haven't seen each other in, in decades. They haven't seen each other in all these years, and now they're adults, and they have families, and they have, they, they, they've been building kingdoms. I mean, these, these people are, are blessed and influential, and now they're about to meet for the first time, and the, the last time that, that Jacob saw Esau, Esau said he was going to kill him. And and so this is an interesting state because it says here, you know, in um, uh, J- Jacob in verse 24, if, if you read this whole chapter, Jacob is about to meet with Israel, uh, with, with Esau, excuse me, Jacob's about to meet with Esau and he's, he's, he's scared about it. You know, he's literally thinking that Esau is going to kill him. He's thinking that Esau is going to kill his family and the people with him. And so he divides the people up thinking, well, if Esau, is, if Esau and all his troops come and kill one you know, part of you, then the other, the other part can get away, you know? And so he literally is thinking the best and, and, and expecting the worst here. I mean, excuse me, he's, he's thinking the worst and expecting the worst. And, um, he's, uh, he is literally thinking, well, you know, uh, yeah, Esau's going to kill me, going to kill anybody with me. And so he's he is struggling with some stuff here. And so he goes to God, and it says here in uh, in Genesis chapter 20, 32, excuse me, verse 24, it says that, uh, and Jacob was left alone, and and says there uh, wrestled a, a, he says wrestled with a man until the break of day, and here we know this was basically the, like the angel of the Lord. This was this was the Lord that he's wrestling with, and it says and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. So so the, this so the Lord touched touched you know Jacob's thigh Jacob's thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. So he he literally you know injured his thigh, and yet Jacob is still wrestling. It doesn't even matter. Like Jacob is, is out of joint. His his hip is out of joint. It's out of the socket. However, it's in. He's in pain, but he's still wrestling. It doesn't even matter. And uh, he said, and so the, the Lord said, "Let me go, for the day breaks." And he, and Jacob says, "I will not let thee go except you bless me." Now this is interesting because Jacob is already so blessed in so many ways. He is he is he has abundance. He has influence. You know he has he has a good family. You know he's doing all these things, and uh, he has, he's been super prosperous. He he already has the blessing and the birthright from all the way back when he was you know uh, a young man, and so yet he's wrestling with the Lord, and the Lord says you need to let me go. We, we've been doing this too long, uh, you know, and and you know he even you know puts his 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 hip out of his socket, you know, and and Jacob's like I don't even care how much this hurts. I'm going to wrestle. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And so what I, what I find interesting about this is he's already been blessed, but he knows there's a different blessing. There's, there's different, you know, the Lord will bless us in different ways. And, and we need to pursue the blessing of the Lord. We need to, we don't need to talk God into it. Praise God. We're, we are blessed with the blessing of Abraham, all that, you know, but we need to appropriate these things in our life. We need to get, we need to go past uh, certain mindsets and certain thought processes. And we need to, you know, we need to literally uh, contend for the the things God's already given us, and and that's a, a wrestling type of a term where we contend, where we're literally saying, okay, there is something that's resisting me from entering into this, and it wasn't God that was that was stopping Jacob. Jacob wasn't necessarily just. I mean, he obviously we know he was wrestling with God physically, but but internally he was wrestling with his past. He was wrestling with something that he was not uh you know uh, proud of that he that he knew had he still there was a con consequence tied to something he had done a long time ago that he felt like he still had to pay this consequence and that's what he was wrestling with 
internally he was wrestling with this consequence that he that loomed over him he was wrestling with this past he was wrestling with these these mistakes he had made he was wrestling with poor choices he was wrestling with this this thing that he knew he had sown and now he was going to reap and he'd been he'd been trying to avoid this all these years and even though he had been so blessed by God, he had so much money, he had so much influence, he had a good family, he still had this in the back of his mind. And I just want to reach out a little bit, you know, just just have us just think about this. Are, are there things that we still think we have to pay for? Are there things that we still think are holding us back? Like somehow we don't necessarily deserve the next level of promotion, or we don't deserve the next level of influence, or we don't deserve the next level of anointing, or we don't deserve these things because we are still thinking we have to pay for something in our past. And this is where this is where Jacob was. Jacob was like, "Well, you know what? I I I did this. I mean, there there's no doubt that I did this. There's no doubt that I was, you know, a total deceiver, and I deceived my family, and I acted selfishly, and I acted in a very very despicable way." And so he's not even backing up off of the fact that he's not playing a victim. As far as he's not saying, "Well, somebody else made me do this." He's just always saying, "I just." I believe the blessing of the Lord is bigger than this. And this is a great place to be where we can look at something and say, yes, I genuinely made mistakes or I genuinely sinned or I genuinely walked in selfishness, but the blessing of the Lord is bigger than that. And we need to press in and begin to say, okay, what is it right now that, that maybe still lurks in the back of our mind that tries to weigh on us, tries to tell us that, that we just can't you know, take, we just can't go as far as what the word says we can go, or we just, or, you know, you have that part of you that your spirit man is always going further. Your spirit man is always, is always reaching out saying, here's what the word says. We can believe this. We can have this. Here's who we are. Here's what we're doing. And yet there's, there's still that little part of us. Maybe it's a big part. I don't know, but there's that part of us that, that says, yeah, I believe God, but I still have this. I, I still have this bad behavior that I did, or I still have this, these, these, these thoughts that I still have that are just not quite in line with the word. And so we're still trying to be more than enough in, in, in contention with our past. And we, what we have to settle is, it's the blessing of the Lord upon us that will be more than that. And so Jacob, he literally just says, hey, I'm only going to let you go unless you, uh, I won't let you go until you bless me. That's it. And unless you bless me. And I love this because once again, he already had the blessing of Abraham and Isaac. So he's like, he goes, I don't need the blessing that came down the line through, through generations. I don't need that blessing. I need the personal blessing. I need the one that's between you and me. I need the one that I am pressing into. I need the one that I'm pressing past my thoughts, past my past, past my mistakes, past my sins, past the deceptions, past the selfishness. I want that blessing that's assigned for this very moment. And, and I'm telling you, this is a huge truth. Truth. Just begin to just just say, okay, you know, and this is not listen, this is not you talking God into it. You know, you don't need to wrestle with God all night. God's freely given us all things. Praise God. We're a new covenant people. Jacob was a new covenant guy. We're a new covenant people. He's freely given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. But it's our mind that sometimes we need to say no to. It's our mind that we need to say, nope, I, I have the blessing of God. And therefore, you know, if my mind is trying to wrestle with me, I need to tell my mind, you let me go because I'm blessed. I, I have a personal blessing right now. And now notice what happens here, though. And uh, this is why I kind of, I'm probably going to chop this up into two pieces here, because he says, um, you know, and the Lord said, let me go for the day breaks. And Jacob says, I will not let you go except you bless me. Verse 27, and the Lord said unto him, what is thy name? And Jacob says, Jacob. And, uh, and 
the Lord said, Thy name shall be no more called Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou, hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. Now, here is, so, so Jacob's going, listen, I need a blessing that is not tied to my, to generations, it's not tied to, it's not tied to all the other men and women who've come before me that, that, I mean, there, there's a genuine blessing that comes through, you know, all these great men and women that, that have, we have an inheritance in the saints, right? There is an inheritance that we walk in that literally is, is our platform. That platform is, I mean, that's, that's what we stand on. We stand on the shoulders of great men and women of God. We stand on an inheritance of glory that's in the earth that came all the way from you know all the way from Enoch all the way from there it's been in every generation that's walked in faith has left an inheritance of glory and faith in the earth for us to actually step up on and 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 Jacob is no different he is walking in the inheritance of of the blessing that Abraham and and, and his his grandfather and his father both left in the earth he's walking in that right in this moment and yet once again he says that's not that's not what I'm here for I'm here for for a blessing between you and me, Father. I'm here for a blessing between you and me, God. And and so so he once again, I'm just, I'm just trying to to hit this point that we there's a blessing that we inherit and then there's a blessing that we steward that's ours rightfully that is is unique to us okay and that blessing that's unique to us we're going to take that blessing and we're going to put it in the earth as we as we steward it in the earth and we sow it in the earth and we walk out things by faith and then the people that that come after us they're going to stand on our shoulders and they're going to walk in our blessing and then they're going to have a unique blessing that they're going to sow into the earth okay now i love this because and, and you know his his dad Isaac had to do the same thing. You know, his dad Isaac literally, you know, had to, you know, go and do some stuff and say and just just hammer out what his blessing was with his own father. Now Jacob's doing the same thing, and he's going, okay, unless you bless me, and so so God says, okay, what's your name? And he goes, my name's Jacob. And now we know in the, in the you know in the, in the Hebrew that means deceiver or tricker or whatever. Um, and uh, he goes, this is this is my name. And God says, you're not Jacob anymore. You're Israel. You're you're a prince. Now, this is so this is so cool because God says, "Okay, the blessing comes when you when you take on a different identity, not just when you, not just when you're, you you have a different name tag label." Uh, and this is what I want to get into next time is the importance of names. But understand that this name that He gives Jacob, you know. Uh, we don't we don't call Israel the twelve tribes of Jacob. We call the 12, 12, 12 tribes of Israel. So from this this time on, he was known as Israel. Israel is the nation. Israel is the people. It was the it was the twelve sons of Jacob, the twelve tribes of Israel that we know of today. You know, he left a legacy of of a new name. You know, he did. He you know, it's not known as the the nation of Jacob. It's known as the nation of Israel, and. And so in this moment, though, God says, what, what's going to free you from your past is a different name. What's going to free you from the, 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 the consequences, the, the, the pitfalls, the, the shortcomings, the limitations that your past tries to hold you back to and tries to tether you to is going to be a new name. There's going to be something that, that's different about the, the identity that God gives you that literally ch- changes who you are in the world and to yourself. And um, 
And you know, if you go go ahead and you read the, the rest of the account, you know, he he the, the next day he goes to meet with Esau, and you know he's still you know going well. I'm not sure how this is going to turn out, but I know I'm blessed by God, you know. And so he he has he has more confidence going in because he knows he has an identity with God that is free from the mistakes. See, Jacob made those sinful mistakes. Jacob was the deceiver. Jacob made those mistakes, but Jacob was no longer there. It was now Israel. And so the fact that God can take, you know, basically, you know, the same person and give them a new identity in a moment's time, we know this to be true because this is what the new birth is all about, right? We know that we've already walked this principle out, but many times we don't allow that principle to affect our mind or to even affect our faith or our attitudes. We we simply are, are saved people still carrying the old identity. And I'm not saying that, that you have to change your physical name necessarily, but we know that God changed names in the Bible, you know, quite a bit. And like I said, I think, I think we're going to get into that the next time because I want to, I want to talk about the power of names, but what in this section, in session, I need to wrap this up per, per pretty quick, but just understanding that, that if we're going to get past something, if we're going to actually just break that that cycle break that intimidation of our past you know that 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 the past will sit there and try to tell you but yeah and and i'm not even talking about you know it could be something that you did yesterday okay that's your past you know when paul said you forget those things from behind you know there, there is a relationship with our past that could be so detrimental to what we're doing today it could be five minutes ago but the the blood of jesus is big enough to literally set me free from what happened five minutes ago and and we need to learn to adopt God's identity over us in those moments because the the, the intimidation factor of our past uh, the intimidation factor of uh, the, the the guilt and the the shame and just the the consequences that we fear based on uh, based on uh, you know our sins and based on our past behaviors and our deceptions uh, you know what I love about God I mean think about this you know he used some of the mightiest men in the Bible uh, obviously King David Moses uh, Paul all those people had murdered people you know and and yet uh, you know they all did terrible things at one point in time or another but yet God used all of those people not uh, not because they did those things, but in spite of those things. God wants to break the intimidation of those things. It's not that those things fuel me for my call. Those things don't equip me to be uh, more anointed at all. Because uh, Jesus didn't do anything wrong, and he was the most, most anointed person on the planet, right? So doing bad things doesn't make you more anointed later on. Doing bad things don't doesn't equip me in my call later on. Jesus didn't do any of those bad things, but yet he literally was the most anointed person ever. He was the anointing in the flesh. And so so just understanding that my role with those things, my role with those 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 mistakes or those sins, and I it's important. It's important that we even with that that we call it sin. Don't just call it a mistake I made. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to make it any bigger than it is, but I also don't want to make it any smaller than it is and just say no, this was ugly sin. I did stupid things, I did selfish things, I did terrible things, but that wasn't the real me. That wasn't the real me. The real me is made in the likeness of the image of God. The real me looks look, ju- looks just like Jesus. The real me is seated in heavenly places. The real me is, is whole and righteous. The real me is created in righteousness and true holiness by the power of God. That's the real me. And and so the, so if we want to break the intimidation of that, we need to we need to 
number one to say, okay, God, what is the blessing that I am? What is the blessing that I am in the earth? I can't go by my pastor's blessing. I can't go by brother so-and-so and and sister so-and-so and these great evangelists and these great teachers. I can't go by their blessing. What's my blessing? Give me my blessing. Show me who I am. And, And what God will begin to do is he'll begin to say, okay, here's who you were, but here's who you are. And from that moment, you need to begin to identify with that new name. And that's what's going to break the intimidation. And you honestly, that the, the, there's no, I don't think there's any bigger tether to limitation than our past. And, um, and I did another series a little while back called just 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 dealing with our memories, and I encourage you to go back and listen to that if you haven't. But um, but this is this is so crucial because Jacob wrestled with God, and he found his identity. And when he went to meet his brother the next day. Esau, all he did was run up and hug his neck, and they actually got reconciled. Praise God. So even even Jacob's imagination was wrong because he was basing it on his old identity instead of on what God could do. So, Father, we just thank you right now. We thank you just for what you're doing in us. We're thanking, Lord God, for freedom from our past and freedom, Lord God, from the intimidation of the, of the, even the sins we've walked in, freedom from those mistakes, freedom from guilt and shame, Father God. But we just thank you right, right, right now, Lord God. We choose the blessing that you have for us specifically specifically, uniquely, individually. Father God, when you created us, you blessed us. You formed us. You made us in the secret place. Father God, we are not a carbon copy. We are, Father God, made in your likeness, your image, and we're a direct expression of you. And so we just allow you to change our identity. Show us who we are, and we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.